You're listening to Reimagined Radio. Real talk, real life, real magic. Welcome to Love, Life, and Law of Attraction, the show that is all about helping you find the love you want in your life and loving the life you have right now. World-class experts, thought-provoking topics, and conversations and tools that are going to help you live the life you really want starting today. So pour yourself a cup of tea, have a seat, and get ready to join Love, Life, and Law of Attraction. Hello, everyone. This is the Hayes, and I am coming to you from beautiful, sunny Washington State. And we are going to talk today about three lies, three lies that women routinely tell themselves in some form or another. And I'm not saying all women run all of these stories, but a lot of women do. I mean, I have run a couple or all of these stories at one point or another, one of them in particular, which I will tell you about. But I mean, these are statements, beliefs that we hold in some way that we have held for so long that they become foundational in our lives. And they are the kinds of thoughts or negative thoughts, thought viruses or lies that we tend to believe because we've repeated it so often. And they become very limiting. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the words limiting belief. I think that those two words are really overused and often not analyzed nearly well enough. Not all things that look like limiting beliefs really are. But these are limiting beliefs. They are limiting beliefs that actually rise to the top as untrue or lies. And then we think them without even questioning them. I mean, they are the kinds of things that are so pervasive and so common so normal in our society to think that we tend to not even question whether or not they might be true, let alone come to the conclusion that they're not. And so these three lies, they sort of come in varieties, right? But you'll recognize different possible versions of these lies, maybe in your own life or in the lives of people that you love. You'll recognize them when you hear them because they are really common. And the bottom line with these three is they are not true or at least highly unlikely to be true. And questioning these things, reframing them, identifying them as lies we tell ourselves, lies we tell ourselves, excuse me, can open up your life in an incredible and amazing way. I mean, your life can get so much bigger in an instant when you look at these kinds of lies that you're telling yourself and stop them. And these are the kinds of changes that sort of feel like miracles. They're those few opportunities where you get an opportunity to get an instant massive shift in your life by changing one thing, by dropping a lie, dropping a limiting belief. So let's talk about what these three are. Deep breath. The first one gives me such a deep breath because I hear this so often. Working with so many women, I hear this one so frequently. If I had a dollar for every time I've heard this or something like it, I would be on a beach someplace right now. 
And that is, I will do blank after I've lost the weight. Now, I mean, unless it's I will wear a size six after I've lost the weight, this one does not hold water. And I have heard all kinds of amazing, sparkly, wonderful, inspiring dreams die at the end of that sentence. I will travel after I've lost the weight. I will find the man of my dreams after I've lost the weight. I will put myself in for that promotion after I've lost the weight. I will do all of those amazing things after I've lost the weight. I mean, really, that is a sentence where dreams go to die. Because the reality of it is, is no, you won't. You won't. If you aren't worth it now, you're not going to be worth it in 10, 20, 50, or even 100 pounds. I mean, putting off your dreams for you to be different is a way to organize your life so that you will be stuck right where you are forever. Your weight is not responsible for a beautiful, juicy, exciting, delicious life. And that postponing the good stuff so that your body can be different does not work. I mean, it is a good way, A, not to lose weight because you're not living a fabulous, delicious life. But it is also a good way never to get there. It's, it's a sliding finish line. And I've seen, I don't know how many women do this. They lose that 10 pounds and then they realize they want to lose 20. And they lose that 20 pounds and realize they really could shoot for their actual goal weight, which was 50 pounds or whatever it is. And when they get to that final goal weight, they don't like themselves any more than they did for very long. I mean, you get a temporary high when you step on the scale, but six weeks later, you're either putting the pounds back on or you realize that nothing really changed. You are the same person you were before. Whatever it is that you want to do, get on it. Make a plan and execute that plan. And don't let the scale determine the bigness of your life. I mean, you might burn some calories along the way doing something really cool. But more importantly, you might just realize when you're living the life you want to live, doing the things you want to do, giving yourself what you really want in your life, that you already like yourself just fine. Just fine. Being happy is an incredible cosmetic. It's probably the most powerful thing that we can do to make ourselves attractive physically, emotionally, energetically. So creating a life that nurtures and curates happiness is the most powerful way to be an attractive woman. Putting anything off until you lose the weight is not going to work. I will do blank, fill in the blank, when I lose the weight is a huge lie and it is absolutely worth dropping now. So if you're running that story, stop in your tracks, make a plan, and execute. The second one, ugh, but he loves me. When I hear those words coming out of the mouth of a client, my stomach instantly just churns. And they're words that I've uttered. So I'm not going to say that I'm above this particular lie because I am not. I have been there where something terrible is happening in a relationship. But I finish that thought with, yeah, but he really loves me. <sighs> if he loves you, he treats you like he loves you. There's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. I mean, if you even have to utter the words, but he loves me, 
chances are very high. He's not treating you like someone he loves. And what he doesn't matter. Love isn't a lip service kind of thing. And no one should ever have to convince you verbally that they love you. People are really good at saying really beautiful things. But when someone loves you, you know it because you see it. Not because you hear it. Because you see it happening in your life. You see the product of that love. Someone is treating you in a loving and respectful way. Love shows. And love shows up but he loves me, dot, 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 dot. Like that is almost always an excuse for something that shouldn't be going on, for something that is less than what you deserve. It's almost always an excuse for someone who is treating you disrespectfully or is dismissing you in some way. I mean, yes, someone can say they love you and maybe they even really mean it, but if they can't show up and actually behave in a loving way, That's not the kind of love you want and need in your life. If you find yourself, and a lot of us do, a lot of us do, uttering those words, but but he loves me. You need to stop yourself in your tracks and acknowledge that that is a lie. Because love is a verb. It's a declaration. Love is a collection of actions, not a collection of words. And when love shows up, You know it, and you don't have to defend it. That one simple phrase, yeah, but he loves me, is a very clear indication that he or she, whatever it is, isn't showing up in your life in a loving way. And the words themselves are empty. That phrase is often a lie. Giving that up is often the first step to sort of reclaiming your self-esteem, your sense of worth. Like, you get what you settle for in life. And if you are settling for someone that you are making excuses for, that you are listening to the words, they're not actually showing up, where you settle can be pretty low in that case. Letting go of the lie, yeah, but he loves me, or yeah, but she loves me, and moving into the reality that love is a collection of actions, that you can reclaim yourself there. Letting go of that lie can be an instant and immediate life shift in a really powerful way. The third lie that we should all telling ourselves is if he or she, if he would stop blank, fill in that blank, I would be happy. If he would stop being lazy, if he would stop yelling at me, if he would whatever, I could be happy. Now, this is a lie that I lived underneath for a lot of years. And in my case, the lie itself was really believable. I could sell it to just about anyone. And I did a really stellar job of selling it to myself. And I learned this lesson the hard way with this version of this lie. If he would stop cheating on me, I would be happy. Now, at first glance, that makes sense. Sure. My first husband, if he would have stopped cheating on me, maybe we would have been happy. I don't know. But it seemed really logical to think that thought, to say that thought out loud, but it doesn't work that way. I mean, here's the truth. Whatever you think someone else needs to stop doing is actually something that you need to stop tolerating. My ex-husband's infidelity, life would have been a lot rosier for 
everyone involved. However, I waited for him to change and waiting for someone else to change at the expense of your happiness, your well-being, your self-worth, your love for life, like all of it, waiting for someone else to change is a fool's game. It, and it's not really fair. It's not really fair to expect someone to be different and how we behave is who we are. Expecting somebody to be different so that we can be happy isn't really even fair to them. I mean, to love is to be happy with, right? And if you're not happy with someone and their behavior, you've got to question whether or not you really like them or you really love them. I mean, in my case, yeah, it's a pretty extreme example. If he quit cheating on me, I'd be happy. However, the same rule applies for really small things you need to stop putting up with. If someone else is doing something big or small that you think needs to be different so you can be happy, that is your cue that you are responsible because you are tolerating something that's not working for you. You either accept people for who they are or you don't. Quit tolerating what you need someone else to change. And you get your peace of mind back instantly. Instantly. Now, I mean, I look back on that marriage. If I had put my foot down and said, I won't tolerate infidelity, would it have saved my marriage? I kind of doubt it. But, you know, it could have been something else. I won't tolerate somebody who doesn't do their part around the house. Maybe somebody steps up to that and they really change. Maybe they don't, but it is not on them. I mean, I'm not saying you'd quit immediately and run. You certainly owe somebody an opportunity that you're in a relationship with to know what your limits and your boundaries are. But if they can't meet you where you need them to be for you to be happy, it's not on them to make the change. It's on you to make the change. Immediate, immediate peace of mind when you take responsibility for making the changes that need to be made for you to be happy. So let's review three lies a lot of women, and I'm going to say men too, tell themselves that if they dropped immediately, they could have an instant and impactful expansion of their lives and their happiness. I'll do blank after I've lost the weight. No, you won't. Get on with it. Love yourself now. Do for yourself now what you would do for yourself if you're thinner because you're not actually going to be worth more than you are now 20 or 30 or 40 pounds from now. You're just not. Get on it. Live the life that you really, really want to live, and you're probably going to be somebody who's more likely to have a body that you wanted anyway. But even if you don't, even if you don't, you will find out that you love yourself so much more for having given yourself what you really want. Number two, but he loves me. If that is coming in the form of an excuse for any behavior, he doesn't really love you. Love shows and love shows up. And if you are having to make excuses for why someone isn't treating you in a loving way by regurgitating how much they say they love you, you are in a relationship that is not working. But he loves me in that case is probably a lie you need to drop. And number three. If he would stop, fill in the blank, whatever it is, arguing, yelling, cheating, I don't know, spending, whatever. If he would stop, fill in the blank, I could be happy. What you think someone else needs to change is really something that you need to quit tolerating. And dropping the lie that 
someone can change to make you happy gives you immediate autonomy over your own life in a really powerful way. Shifting one of these three lives in your life would have an impactful and like measurable change. Shifting all three could change the landscape of your life in a huge way forever. So big love to you. I will be back next week. Get on it. Shift your stuff. Drop the lies. You need to get a hold of me. You can find me at lisamhayes.com. That's Lisa Marie, lisamhayes.com. And I would love to chat with you. There is no choice in life that will have more impact on your happiness than who you choose to share it with. Everyone wants to find that one big love. However, most people are looking for that love kind of like they would play the lottery. Finding great love is not a game of chance. For Your Soulmate by Lisa M. Hayes is a by-the-numbers guide to finding the love of your life and creating a life you love. Score Your Soulmate is a step-by-step soulmate finding formula that anyone can follow. What you will get along the way is a swoon-worthy life you'll want to share with that perfect someone. You can find Score Your Soulmate on Amazon or your local bookstore. Get your copy and start your journey to happily ever after today. attraction we hope you enjoyed the show and we'll see you back here next week for more information you can find me at lisamhage.com oh, oh, oh.